book recommendations from an African-American lit professor. Because race is so at the core of so much in the United States, those books speak to the moment that we're in. Maybe you need to escape the moment. We've got books for you, too, all by writers of color. Listen to the Code Switch podcast from NPR. From NPR Music, this is Alt Latino. I'm Felix Contreras. The 2020 Latin Grammy nominations were announced this week. The awards themselves will be next month, but the period when record labels, publicists, and musicians themselves start to promote their work to the Recording Academy voters has started in earnest. Now, we don't get to vote here on Alt Latino, but the annual nominations announcement is a chance to look back on some of the nominees that we have interviewed in the show in the past. And this year, there were quite a few, and they're sprinkled throughout the over 50 categories of the Latin Grammys. Now, we're starting with an artist that we have been following on Alt Latino pretty much from the beginning. Gina Chavez was an indie artist based in Austin who sent me her first self-released EP way back when, and we've watched her career and her music grow over the years. She received her first Latin Grammy nomination for her album La Que Manda in the Best Pop Rock Album category. And here she is from June of this year talking to us about her track, Ella. We have had so much power within us this whole time and the world's been lying to us and we're done with it, you know. But I wanted to be able to say that in a way that really spoke to Latinas and the Latinx community. I wanted to be able to speak to those particular experiences because I think women in Latin America are in many countries almost hunted. And this is a song that is crying out against that, but not for someone else to save us, but for us to understand that we have the power within us. We have the strength within us. Big congratulations to Gina Chavez. Here is her song, Ella, from the album La Que Manda. Sus manos están atadas. Su voz no puede más. No sabe a dónde ir. Se rindió 
Si armamos valor para decirlo, hasta la iglesia se calla también. Pero no tenemos tiempo que perder. Fueron muchas las que lucharon ayer por las que están y las que vendrán. When the Mexican band Los Tigres del Norte release albums, they almost always get a Grammy nomination. But this last album they released was a special project in which they replicated an iconic album by country singer Johnny Cash and his visit to Folsom Prison in California. The album nominated is a live recording made during that 2018 visit. Now, I took a special interest in this album because I was fortunate to accompany the band when they walked through those big steel doors of the prison. It was a highly emotional visit that I described in a report I did for NPR's All Things Considered program in April of 2018. And here's that story. Inmates and staff at Folsom Prison are going to hear a legendary act tonight. It's the second night that Los Tigres del Norte is playing at Folsom, the first major Latin act to ever do so. And in the back of their minds, they're thinking about the legendary act that played there 50 years ago. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. Folsom's inmate population has dramatically changed since that show. NPR's Felix Contreras was at the prison for last night's performance by Los Tigres. The spirit of Johnny Cash is everywhere on this gig. Los Tigres del Norte and its crew walked through the very same massive security gates as did Cash and his musicians on a cloudy January morning in 1968. Today, the musician's green room is in the prison's Greystone Chapel, immortalized in song on the 1968 album. There's a Greystone Chapel here at Folsom. A house of worship in this den of sin. And the magic number of 50 hangs in the air. 50 years since Cash's performance, and 50 years since Los Tigres del Norte played its first gig in another prison. When we came to this country, the first performance that we did in this country was in a prison in Soledad, California. Jorge Hernandez is the band's vocalist and plays accordion. It reminds us it's a blessing that we can accomplish to be here in Folsom playing and celebrating our coming to this country, performing in a prison, but also performing now in Folsom's prison. Los Tigres del Norte have sold over 30 million albums and their fans span generations of Mexican immigrants. Their stories are the subjects of the band's songs. Aquí estoy establecido en los Estados Unidos. Diez años pasaron ya. Two years ago, the musicians submitted a request to play at Folsom. When Johnny Cash performed here, the inmate population was predominantly white. Today, it's mostly black and Latino. 
And a few months ago, the band finally got the blessing of the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation for this show. When Johnny Cash first came in, probably wasn't real popular by the staff or the warden at the time. Ralph Diaz is the department's undersecretary of operations in Sacramento. But in the end, he just wanted to let the population know there's a voice out there for you. I'm that voice. Were you a Tigres fan? Oh, most definitely. I grew up listening to Los Tigres at Grandma's Kitchen Table to the time I got my own stereo. So definitely Los Tigres have been part of the Diaz family. Another Los Tigres fan is Manuel Mena. He's from Tijuana, Mexico, and he says Los Tigres inspired him to start his own band. Then one night after a show, he got into a scuffle with a fan who threatened him, and Mena killed a man. And that landed him in Folsom for 36 years to life. Somos olvidadas de la sociedad y tener ese privilegio de que nos tomen en cuenta. We are the forgotten of society, and to have the privilege of experiencing something like this, well, it means we haven't been completely forgotten. It means there's someone who remembers us, someone who gives us the strength to keep going, the strength to keep moving forward. And in almost the same way that Cash performed a song written by a Folsom inmate. Los Tigres del Norte invited Mena to play accordion on one of their songs. This performance is being recorded for a documentary for the Univision Television Network. It's being produced by multiple Grammy and Oscar-winning musician Gustavo Santaolalla, who echoes Cash's belief in the power of music to give the inmates a voice. Getting them close to art and music, it's a way actually not only of entertaining themselves, but also to, to open their souls and to open their minds to the possibility of a, of a better world. About 800 denim-clad men stand in the prison yard under wispy clouds in a bright blue sky and the watchful eyes of correctional officers on the ground and in five gun towers surrounding the yard. Many sing along, others shout out requests, and a few more dance alone, seemingly lost in a moment of nostalgia. And afterwards, band member Luis Hernandez stands on the steps of the chapel reflecting on what just happened. It was just so emotional to see these people here singing our songs and transporting the, themselves to maybe how their lives could be or maybe the mistakes they make and you know they relate to our songs in that way. It's impressive how when you come here and sing in front of these people how you can bring them happiness, how can you bring them their life back. Or as Johnny Cash sang 50 years ago. It's a flower of light and a field of darkness and it's given me the strength to carry on. And tonight, the inmates of Folsom Prison got a little of that strength from Los Tigres del Norte. Felix Contreras, NPR News, Folsom, California. And here is the band's rendition of the iconic Johnny Cash song, Folsom Prison Blues, translated to El Prison del Folsom. Cuando era niño, mi madre me decía, Hijo, no juegues con las armas.
You're listening to Alt Latino, and we're reviewing some of the nominees of the 2020 Latin Grammys by replaying interviews of some of the nominated artists we've covered during the last year. In May, I talked to Mexican vocalist Natalia Laforcade about her album Un Canto para México, Volume 1. The record was made well before the worldwide pandemic lockdown, and I asked her about how her own introspection in making the album was reflected in how many of us looked within ourselves during those first few scary months of the lockdown. It was important to be closer to our houses, to be closer to, like, more inside ourselves. And there was a moment I was I was thinking, maybe it's not the right moment for us to release an album because there's so many things happening in the world and it's weird just to say, like, hey, I have a new album, hey, listen to it, listen to it. But then I was like, maybe I should do it because... The music, it's so powerful and it has this magic thing that heals, heals the spirit, heals our souls. Here is a track from Un Canto para México, Volume 1. This is called Hasta la Raíz. Si yo 
cruzando ríos, andando selvas, amando el sol Cada día sigo sacando espinas de lo profundo del corazón En la noche sigo encendiendo sueños para limpiar con el humo sagrado cada recuerdo Cuando escribo tu nombre, la arena blanca con fondo azul Cuando miro al cielo en la forma cruel de una nube gris Aparezcas tú, una tarde subo una alta loma Mire el pasado, sabrás que no te he olvidado Yo te llevo dentro hasta la raíz Y por más que crezca vas a estar aquí Aunque yo me oculte tras la montaña y encuentre un campo lleno de caña No habrá manera mi rayo de luna que tú te
The pandemic, of course, essentially shut down the music performance industry. And one of the victims of that was the series of summer Latin music festivals that we normally cover every summer here on All Latino. The Latin Alternative Music Conference took a very bold step of not canceling their event and doing it completely online this year. I was invited to interview Colombian musician Juanes, which normally would have taken place in front of a room full of people, but instead took place through Zoom. Juanes is nominated for Best Pop Vocal Album, and in June, the pandemic was also on his mind. And makes me think many things about life, about the world, about the consumism, about uh, everything, man. About, you know, the way, the way we, tr we, we treat our planet, the way we treat our animals and our plants and our trees and our uh, planet Earth in general. Mm -hmm. So uh, for me, it's having a trip, you know, like trying to re-understand and re-organize uh, priorities in my life, definitely, yes. This is Juanes and his song Querer Mejor, featuring vocalist Alessia Cara, from the album Más Futuro del Pasado. Aunque muy fuerte sea el aguacero Si tú estás conmigo, ya no me da miedo Tú eres mi refugio y eres mi techo, yeah Aunque se caiga en pedazos el cielo O a veces el partido se sienta perdido Y mis castillos de arena se vengan al suelo This is All Latino, and we're talking about some of the nominees for the 2020 Latin Grammys. 
At the six-month marker in June, we looked back on some of the records that impressed us up to that point. And during that show, alt-Latino contributor Stephanie Fernandez talked about our shared enthusiasm for the album Miss Columbia by Lido Pimienta. Here's Stephanie summing it all up for us. This is my album of the year so far. I mean, it, it is a masterpiece, and I don't take that word lightly. I think, I mean, I think Lido is an incredible talent, and she spent years working on this one, and I mean, I can see why. You can hear in every note, every song, the work and the love that went into it. I think especially the turn from the high art kind of orchestral music that we, that we know her for to going very specifically to San Basilio de Palenque, the first town founded by freed enslaved Africans in Colombia. And she plays with a group called Sexteto Tabala. This song is an incredibly spiritual return about midway through the album to the country that she spends the album talking about that doesn't always love her back. This is No Pude by Lido Pimienta from the record Miss Colombia, nominated as the best alternative album for the 2020 Latin Grammys.
In January of this year, I traveled to Cuba to follow the New Orleans band Tank and the Bangas, who were invited to do a series of performances and cultural exchanges by the Cuban-based artist Sima Funk. But while I was there, I also did interviews with some Cuban artists who don't make it to the U.S. very often. Ethiel Failde is the leader of Orquesta Failde, and they were nominated for Best Traditional Tropical Album for their record Failde Contumbao. And when we talked, I asked him about the concept of the band, which is to focus on the Cuban tradition of danzón, which he explains that during the 1920s was as popular as reggaeton is now. Sí, el danzón es un género que viene a representar lo criollo, lo cubano. Por eso es que también en algún momento se dijo que era el baile nacional de Cuba, porque representa eso. El primer momento de, de lo criollo, de lo cubano, de la identidad del cubano como tal. Y de él surgen otros géneros, el mambo, el cha-cha-cha, el danzonete, que es eh, una, una abreviación de esa estructura del danzón para llegar más al son. Porque como es un género que ha existido más de un siglo y medio, tiene sus momentos de declive, vuelve y sube, porque es un género híbrido, es un género que se conecta muy bien con otros. Here is the track Me Desordeno, featuring Ethiel Failde on flute and the great Omar Portuondo on vocal. Desordeno amor, me desordeno cuando voy en tu boca demorada y casi sin porque casi por nada te toco. Me 
And last, but certainly not least, alt-Latino favorite Gabby Moreno was nominated for the fantastic record she released last year called Spangled. It was a collaboration with legendary arranger and composer Van Dyke Parks. It was another illustration of the artistic reach of Gabby Moreno, whose talents defy category. In a conversation from last October, she tells us about the concept behind the record. I, I like to think of it as, as a celebration of the migration of the songs throughout the Americas, um, because Van Dyke and I carefully chose these songs, not only from, from different parts of Latin America, but as well as, as the U.S. So in the end, I'm singing in English, Spanish, and Portuguese, and their songs from Brazil, from Venezuela, from Puerto Rico, from Peru, Panama. And, and some of the songs, you, Felix, will probably know them really well, and I'm sure a lot of people in Latin America, like Historia de un Amor or Nube Gris, and, and a lot of people might think that these songs come from Mexico because they were made popular by artists there. But it is, is not very well known that these songs, you know, Historia de un Amor comes from Panama and uh, Nube Gris from Peru. You know, it's, so it's, it's a beautiful thing how they traveled. We're going to close out the show with a track from Gabby Moreno and Van Dyke Parks called Historia de un Amor. But first, we wish good luck to all of the nominees for the Latin Grammys this year. The awards will be announced on November 19th. And in a year when it has been difficult, to think about something other than just being healthy and safe. Music again proves to be much more than just entertainment as so many of us leaned on it and continue to lean on it for emotional support in these uncertain times. You've been listening to Alt Latino from NPR Music. I'm Felix Contreras. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, please be careful. This is Historia de un Amor from Gabby Moreno and Van Dyke Parks. Siempre fuiste la razón de mi existir Adorarte para mí fue religión Y en tus besos yo encontraba El calor que me brindaba El amor y la pasión Es la historia de un amor Como no hay otro igual Que me hizo comprender dio luz a mi vida apagándola después ay que vida tan oscura sin tu amor no viviré es la historia de un amor historia de un amor como no hay otro igual que me hizo comprender todo el bien, todo el mal que le dio luz a mi vida apaga
La historia de un amor 